Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Whoa, no big trades, but lots of trades. The 53 man is set, but not really. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole, fans' first sports network. The offseason and the preseason are just about over. Rob, how excited are you for real football to begin? I am very excited, but I am playing. I am doing this podcast in pain. I am injured. I have refreshed Twitter slash X so much this afternoon looking for uh, news on a trade that didn't happen that I sprained my finger and I can't point. And, uh, so yeah, I'm but I'm gutting I'm gutting it through. I'm I'm playing in pain. This, you know, I'm mid-season form. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. That not that you're hurt, but that you're you're gutting it out. That's the uh it's the kind of effort we look for here on the blowhole from our our trusty Rob Tomist. Oh yeah. Um yeah, you alluded to it, so I guess we should probably talk about it quickly. Um, I don't know if we were planning on talking about it, but yeah, the Jonathan Taylor trade not happening. Um, I think disappointing, obviously, for a lot of fans. I don't know if you you give Greer credit for standing his ground. I mean, we don't know. Make an argument that we don't know what was offered, so we have no idea if if Greer slept, if he was aggressive, if they never intended on trading trading him at all, and this was all just a big grandstand on the on Indianapolis side. So, yeah, we can't really grade it as far as that's concerned. One thing I do know is we could have drafted Jonathan Taylor a couple years ago, but 
uh, we, we drafted Noah Igbenogany instead. Who we also, so we traded for a second round uh, underperforming uh, defensive back today. Very fun. Yeah. We'll talk about the final 53 uh, later. Did want to kind of gloss over the preseason. I know we haven't really cast it since the preseason game started. Neither one of us are big preseason guys. We definitely watch the games, but... Um, well, we do know the reason. I don't put a lot of stock in it. And the reason is, as Dave on Twitter has pointed out, it's because uh, James Radio is a 100% slacker. It's on the internet, so it can't be refuted. That's fair. I'm never going to. I, I do not hustle. I'm not going to. <laughs> not going to dispute that. Not going to dispute that. I'm not a not an effort guy. Uh, yeah, I am kind of a slacker. That is that is the truth. I think any listeners that we've had throughout the years would, would know that and agree with that. But regardless, the uh, the fan the the um, the preseason is over. The three games have been played. The Dolphins. I mean. There were ups, downs, but like I said, you can't really put a lot of stock in this. I, I think it's kind of confusing to watch by design. I don't think they're planning on showing us any real live ammunition. <laughs> so um, it's it's hard to get really like a, a gather on anything other than, you know, it's good to see them out there. It was good to see Tua get out there, take some snaps, take some hits, fall down the right way. And, you know, everything seems to be going well, at least from 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 that standpoint. Concerns, you know, yes, the, the, the backups did not look great. Depth, um, yeah, depth is the concern. That's what I've came away yeah. with. Depth of the quarterback position, specifically. I mean, depth, depth, some of the other rooms. I mean, depth and all, like starters, like, you know, play if this Madden, where it's all the starters, although this year everybody <laughs> gets hurt crazy. I know you probably turn injuries off because you don't like to play with any of the rules, but, uh, but starter-wise, this team rank you know s- stacks up with everybody. Um, depth is, is is a concern, especially like you know with the we've, the injuries we've had in the in in camp and the quarterback. I was uh, I don't feel like Skyler made a, as big of a leap as I was hoping, and Mike White looked more like well he didn't he got her concussion, so we didn't get to see as much of him. But when we did see him, he looked more like the bad Mike White than the good Mike White. So, I mean, jury's out. Hopefully it could be better. It's, it's He's still learning the system. But, yeah, not thrilled. Like, if, if Tua misses some games because of a, you know, maybe a jam to pinky or something because there won't be any bad, there's not going to be any big accidents, as you mentioned. He's falling properly. His head is protected. But, uh, you know, bumps and bruises. If he misses a game or two, I'm not going to be very thrilled. Uh with the backup options. Yeah. I mean, so Mike white only played in the Falcons game and I honestly thought the offense looked for, for the better part of the first half. The offense looked pretty good. They were moving the ball. They just couldn't score. <laughs> you know, they, they turned the ball. They had the bad interception, you know, in the first and goal situation, or maybe that was a second and goal situation. Um, you know, they had some fourth and shorts that they went for that they didn't get, you know, they ended up only scoring three points, but I mean, the offense moved the ball. Offensive line, I thought looked good. You know, I mean, it wasn't like a time issue or a protection issue for them. Um, there were just some some bad throws. Skyler made some bad throws. So one of your one of the things, you know, you were saying you were hoping to see Skyler make a jump, and I don't know whether or not he has. I don't think it's fair to base it off of the preseason. But if you remember last year in the preseason, he looked great, right? And then he got into the regular season and he didn't look good. So maybe this year 
he looked terrible in the preseason, and if he gets oh. it in the regular season, maybe he'll look great. I like the way <laughs> you know. I like the way you think. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to say. So I, I will say that 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 Falcons game, the, the score was ugly, and, and some of the plays were ugly. But I don't feel like the team themselves looked that bad. The defense was really good outside of the one drive where the Falcons got a touchdown. Falcons points came off special teams, and uh, you know I think a short field or a pick six or something like that, um, like where they got their 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 other touchdown. Um, then the Houston game, I thought they looked, you know, Tua came out through an interception on his first, his first pass. So hate to see that, uh, was a bad throw, bad read, bad guy. That was just, everything was just bad. Um, but then he led a 98 yard drive. Is there, is there a better, is there a better player in the league than post INT Tua? (laughs) It seems like he always follows one of those up with like a touchdown drive. Yeah, and it was a very impressive touchdown drive they had after that. Some good throws, some good runs. Uh, Mostert gets a touchdown, and then Skylar Thompson played the rest of that game, and he looked like—I mean, he looked like Joe Montana in that game. He couldn't—he hit all of his throws were on target. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Oh, but he, defense oh, yeah, great. yeah, yeah. And the defense played well in that game. And then we followed up. The only good—the only good team I feel like we played in the preseason was the Jaguars in the final game, which uh, just happened this past weekend. And, um, yeah, they didn't, the, you know, defense didn't look great, but I think you were saying on Twitter, it was very vanilla. It wasn't anything close to what this defense is going to look like. There were starters not playing, you know, no Wilkins, no Sealer, no Davis in the upfront. Um, Howard played sparingly. I, I think, you know, I don't think long and Baker were on the field at the same time together. Yeah. The um, three knows. Yeah. You know, I think it was just, yeah. The I don't three, think the, we're learning a lot from that, but Thompson, Skylar Thompson looked absolutely terrible just bad bad throws all over the place in that game i mean so, he, in towards the end when it was all scrubs you know he started playing better but at that you know again it's all scrubs yeah. the defenses should one other thing that was troubling uh cam smith just absolutely getting roasted by a practice squad guy <laughs> and cj better as the quarterback uh okay but not again, a good sign i hated the draft pick at the time and I you still, okay oh my god you're so you can't overreact to preseason. You certainly can't re- overreact to one play in preseason. Guys get I'm just shaking. I'm just shaking my head. It's just not a good look. I mean, it's I'd say what you will, but I mean, like he was toasted by a practice one. It happens. Right? It's sometimes it's a that's a bad read. Okay. That's not, like yeah, I'm, not, I'm yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying the guy's a bust. And it's a terrible pick. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just uh, I just that's, that was it was not encouraging. Didn't leave me with a with a good feeling in my in my tummy, Rob. That's ridiculous. So, but you watch the all twenty-two of all of his snaps because when he's covering somebody and the ball doesn't go his way, like you only, you're only. That's the only one you saw. That's the only rep of his you could actually say anything about. No, he had a PBU later in the game. Oh, yeah. Any, any, any made some decent plays on run support, like which is fine. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not saying that's a good it, look. I'm just saying that it's all. Yeah, you have to grain of salt at all. You can't just. I still have PTSD from Ignatini, Rob. I, I t- we we started off. I don't show, know, I don't know what you're you know, talking about. I remember and we drafted Noah Iguinaguni was on the field for one play, and it was an interception to seal the Steelers game last season. It's the only time that was not the only time. That he was, was the, the only field. time he was on the field. That's it. He was only <laughs> he played the one play, and it was outstanding. And we were able to get a second round player for him. He also looked terrible in the Jacksonville game. But yeah. again, Calvin Ridley's an amazing player, so that's going to be tougher. Tough assignment for even now. Um, all right. 
I guess anything else on the preseason that you want to touch? Like there was there were some other things I liked. Like the commitment to the running game appeared to be there, but again, it's preseason. It's preseason. So knows, you don't but. know. They're not gonna. What I did like is uh, a little bit of that. So when they were in the uh, shotgun with like Mostert and might even have been Ahmed um, to to the right, where you do that like they hop more to the right and you do that pitch. So they're already on the side. So they're already outside. That was kind of, that reminds me of some of the plays they broke out like late in the season against Buffalo, where it was like, yeah, where are these outside runs? So knowing that that is one of the plays you're not afraid to show off means I'm I'm hoping that this, this run game, you know, should be a little more in depth and have some more, you know, fancy, fancy motion ways of getting these guys outside, getting them, you know, one-on-one or getting them in space. So, so yeah, I was like, from what you can take from, from a coach not wanting to show anything, I was pretty happy to see uh, the way the run game went. And I, and I'll say, I mean, I know it was preseason, but man, Ahmed looked good. (laughs) Like when he, he, he had some burst like, and like, and some miss, making guys misses like to me that it was no doubt he should be on the on the 53 at, at that point like seeing how he plays and and like you said we'll get to the thing you know i've always fan of gaskin but he's 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 during durham Smythe of 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 your of running backs he's can do you know he does everything okay he doesn't do anything great but but he played well for us i like him as a player like as a person um but He'll catch on somewhere. I think so. But yeah, but Ahmed, like, I think, I mean, he's going to get buried. He'll be inactive every week. But, you know, if if Mostert or Wilson or, God forbid, A-Chain, if any of them miss time, you know, Ahmed will be out there and, and, and I won't, I won't, I don't think we'll be missing, uh, missing too much. Yeah. He played well in that Buffalo game on uh, Saturday yeah. night, that, that Saturday night game uh, last year. That, that was really the only run that he got last year that I remember. Um, but he played pretty well in that game. Um, yeah, and that was what, and we'll touch on it a little bit more when we get to the fifty-three. But th- those were things that I liked, like the, the the running game as you described, and it seemed like the commitment to it, and also, um, you know, some of the I, I've been very outspoken on my <laughs> disappointment in the the tight end room, but like seeing some of the way they were being used in the preseason and having them, you know, pulling, and they're basically looking like you know pulling tackles or pulling guards out there. And just mauling people, um, you know that that fits. You know that was something that Gasecki just could not do, um, no matter how hard he tried. Um, and and you saw a lot. You saw some some pretty big lanes. So we'll see if that translates to the regular season. Like I said, who knows? Like and, a lot of the stuff you see, you know, you never see again. You know that you see in the preseason, you don't ever see in the regular season. So um, we'll touch on that when we get to the fifty three yeah, later. And that just goes um, that just goes to fit too, because like on paper, Gasecki is a better tight end than everyone we have right now. But he doesn't fit this thing. So like that they're not you couldn't run those plays which set up the other plays. So I think it really exactly. it really hampered McDaniel's offense. And you had to have him out there because he was our third best receiver. And I think that really limited some of the run games and some of the other things we could do. So I think, you know, addition by subtraction, even though these guys are less talented, they're they're gonna it's gonna work way better in this system. They fit the scheme better, exactly, yeah. and, and it makes it makes some sense. So, um, before we get to our fifty-three man projection, or not projection, our, our actual fifty-three as it stands right now, um, I know Rob, you had an announcement that you had. I do. So, as uh, James mentioned, we are part of the Fans First Sports Network, 
and they have a contest going on. So attention sports fans, are you a fan of an NFL team? Would you love to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you're in luck. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice, valued up to $5,000. The rules to enter are simple. Just go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win the four free tickets to any week one NFL game. What are you waiting for? Go enter for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action. Contest ends on September 4th, and uh, I will put that link in the uh, podcast bio thing. So you can just click on that and uh, go to your app, click on that, and go go enter in. Nothing to do but fill out a form, get four free tickets to week one game of your choice. We can put that on Twitter too, right? Yes, I retweeted it, and I'll retweet it again. Awesome. It, it, I know it's X now, but... I, I can't say X. X. Yeah, I can't say X. <laughs> X, is, X I mean, is a player. It's not a website. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Okay. All right. Thanks for that, Rob. And thanks for that, our friends at uh, Fans for Sports. That's an awesome giveaway. That's an awesome contest. So go sign up. Make sure you get your email in there registered. And good luck to all you guys. All right. Um, let's take a look at the 53. Not a ton of surprises uh the final cuts were, were made today they're still coming through there's probably going to be some changes obviously well uh, there's before week one the big changes los angeles uh, the big changes we could talk about right because there's certain guys uh that aren't going on the long-term ir that have to be put on the 53-man roster before they can moved over so you got guys uh like jalen ramsey elijah campbell and rob jones they're gonna go to the short-term IR, and that's going to open up three roster spots tomorrow. So the fact, you know, so we have already know this is really only 50 of the 53 that we're starting with, and as other guys get waived and picked up, to your point, it's going to change even more between now and uh, and Los Angeles. Yeah, so some of the, the, the bigger names, I guess. I mean, Dan, Dan Feeney, let's start there. Like, he was, he was traded. He was not cut. So he was... Uh, I don't want to say a big offseason signing, but he was an offseason signing of note. Um, you know, a veteran interior offensive line presence that has started games in this league. Uh, was traded to the Bears, um, you know, for a sixth-round pick. So that got us about $3 million in cap relief. He wasn't going to start, um, but he was some nice depth on the inside of the offensive line. I think they saw um, the ability to play center from Liam uh, Eichenberg. And who is the, the other guard that Cotton. can play center? Cotton. Yeah, Lester Cotton. So there's some guys with some versatility there that are cheaper that I think they, they found they could probably get away with. So uh, Feeney was sent off. I, part of me was thinking that was also part of trying to get some money to sign Jonathan Taylor, and it was. Um, but that was one of the reasons why uh, uh, you know Feeney was traded. So he's, uh was was sent away. And then we touched on Noah Ibnogany, um, a first-round draft pick, uh, Chris Greer's, um, who, let's, let's be honest, nobody... Was Nobody was a fan game. of at the time, and we all were right. Didn't really pan out for the team. Uh, was traded to Dallas for another disappointing cornerback that is young, <laughs> uh, Kelvin Joseph, I believe, um, out of LSU. Um, he's very, very notable for giving up two touchdowns on three snaps. So uh, that's what we traded. Hey, Noah that's Abraham hard to do. For. 
It also very it, hard to do. It's and that move saves us like four hundred thousand. It not. I mean, it's it's a savings, not a huge savings, but a small savings. Oh, really? That's all. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it would save a little bit more, honestly. But um, whatever. And either way, I you know that's. Uh, I guess it's just trying to see if they can get anything out of out of that because I feel like Igbenogany was not long for this roster. So just getting something like a lottery ticket for him, basically. Um, you know, we'll see. Maybe Joseph pans out here. Um. Other big names that were released, I guess big names to us, Gaskin we touched on. Um, you know, he's a guy that's, that started for us in the past and been productive, great team guy, uh, was a late-round draft pick of, of Chris Greer back in the Florent, uh, sorry, the Flores days. Um, you know, had some nice games, uh, nice moments for us, but um, he is moving on. I'm sure he'll catch on with another team. Um, Robbie Chosen Anderson. Yeah, that's uh, a big, that's probably Robbie the Chosen. biggest name. Yeah, was, was let go. Um, he's a player that has had some success in this league and somebody that, that Rob and I have talked about on the podcast in the offseason, somebody that we thought might potentially be a difference maker on this offense, could could have been a nice fit. Um just didn't have didn't didn't seem to have, didn't seem to fit the way we thought he was going to fit. Um I think we saw I, at least I did. I saw some flashes from from Barrios and, and even I, I mean I hate to say it, Cedric Wilson, um, who did rework his contract. So he's a much more affordable player now, but he had some nice plays. Um, in the preseason as well, so I think uh, it was just a matter. I think, of yeah, just Wilson's not Wilson's been really obviously fit. a terrible signing, but I think he's a good player. So hopefully he's healthy and he can he can play well. I think it was just a matter of fit, right? Because Barrios works well in the slot, and you know Anderson, you know chosen is fast. He's he's a specific guy, but he he's not Waddle or Hill, so he's not going to be taking those spots, and then. They still this offense likes a big body, so as a comma was able to hopefully he'll get some run and Craycraft. He's just he see you know, yeah, Craycraft outplayed him. Yes. Yeah. Basically what it looked like to me. So yeah, so that's um, the line that's the thing there. The other big na- bigger name or surprise is the Tyler Croft. You were mentioning the tight ends. We're down to two tight ends on the roster. Um from Barry Jackson on Twitter, Tyler Croft actually practiced today. So there's a very good sign. He's one of the ones that's re-signed, uh, you know, with one of these three spots. I, I can't see them going with only two tight ends. With being Julian Hill, undrafted, you know, UDA, Julian Hill, and Durham Smythe. So because Tanner Connor was cut, Tyler Croft, Eric Sobert's going on the IR, going to miss the year. So that's, you know, there's definitely going to be more bodies there. More than likely, Tyler Croft. I was actually... Kind of hoping for Albert O. I really liked. Uh, he's a big, fast tight end for Denver that was cut, was about to be released, and the Eagles gave up like a nothing to get him. I was hoping. Uh, I kind of want. I saw that, but again, I saw one of the memes of like you know, on like Dolphin fans every time someone's released, like like <laughs> like eating candy off the floor. Ooh, more! Give it to me! Like, give me this garbage! But yeah, there are certain guys when you see them released, you're like, go get them. That was one for me. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I, I kind of I alluded to it a little bit uh, when we were talking about the, the preseason recap that we went through. Um, you know, Croft and Salbert, I thought, actually looked pretty good as, you know, blocking tight ends. Um, Salbert's obviously hurt and, you know, most likely not going to play this season from what it sounds like. Uh, so that's unfortunate. And Croft being cut. But I, I do feel like, like you said, um, especially after reading the, the Barry Jackson tweet, um, he's one of those guys that's most likely going to come back. You know, he's a safe guy to cut because no one's. He's probably not in high demand, not really worried about somebody else picking him up, um, but fits really nicely in the system. He was a guy that was with McDaniel in San Francisco previously. He's bounced around the league a lot. Um, he's a good blocker. Like he's he just, you know, it's you touched on it a little bit. It's like, you know, Smythe does things okay, nothing good, but he's okay. Like he's an okay receiver. He's an okay blocker. Croft is a very good blocker. He's not a very good receiver. So, but he, he, he serves a purpose. So I could see him. Uh, you know, being brought back and, and kind of fitting. He had a, you know, like I said, he looked good in the run game. It's fun. It's so funny, by the way, hearing you like talk up Croft and Saubert because pre preseason, I was the one trying to convince no, I, I was you I was that totally they were against. I was trying to convince you that like these guys are are okay. These these guys, you know, can play in this scheme. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I agreed, and I, I maybe it wasn't. Maybe I was tweeting with somebody. But when I was watching, I was like, okay, like I kind of, I get it now. Like I see, cause Kasiki could never do those things. Like right. the things that they were doing. And honestly, like I'll, I'll be honest, Mike doesn't really do that that well either. Like he's like I said, he's, he's okay at blocking, but he's not out there, you know, Mauling. <laughs> clearing lanes and things like that. Like, you know, these guys were, they're basically like third tackles. By the way, so, I, I know I all I do is tangent and, and make it impossible for you to host this show in any kind of order, but having sure. lived through Gasicki, the Dalton Kincaid thing in in Buffalo is like is like it, it blows my mind that all these people are like he'll just be their wide receiver three. I'm like it doesn't work like that. Yeah, <laughs> because you just tip your hand. Now everybody knows it's passing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, offensive line. Oh, uh, no, sorry, like but I said, before we get there, just just another word on Julian Hill because he was a he was like a fan favorite, a Twitter favorite, just like because being undrafted, you know, looked like he had a really good camp. He's a surprise, a surprise fifty three, you know, to make the fifty three, uh, especially ahead of like you know Tanner Connor was hurt, so you didn't know how much of that, you know, he missed a lot of training camp, but didn't know if he was going to get there. Elijah Higgins, you know, one of our draft picks from this year. Which you know had a lot of promise, but you know hope, a lot of these guys will hopefully be uh, practice squad guys, um, especially like Elijah Higgins. Um, but we'll see. But Julian Hill was a surprise. That's a surprise uh, one on the fifty-three. Yep, uh, another late round draft pick. Ryan Hayes was cut. Um, yeah, might show up on the practice squad. Uh, he was a tackle out of Michigan. Um, this- Jaron Kristen, Cedric. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name. Of uh, um, oh. Okay. Um, you know, he's bounced around the league. He's had some starting experience as Agway. well. Agway. Agway. Yes, Agway. released. Um, yeah. James Tunstall as well. 
Um, so the tackles that we kept, Armstead, obviously, Austin Jackson, who I thought looked pretty good in the preseason, and I'm cautiously very optimistic about him at right tackle this year. Um, Kendall Lamb, who also had a very good camp by all accounts, and is yeah. a very solid backup tackle, and Keon Smith. So um, I like our tackle room. I like the I like the room that we're I like the guys that we're going into the season with. I know Armstead is a question mark with the injury history, um, and you know he's definitely not going to play in all seventeen games. But he's so very very good when he plays. I have a question. I guess since we have Kendall Lamb as sort of the backup, so there's no. I know Isaiah Wynn is like hopefully the starter over Eichenberg, even though he's not listed that way yet. There's no talk of him on on right tackle. You you haven't heard anything like of of when he was he was bad at right tackle. Oh, like, like he was like in, in New England. He was very very the first he didn't, like he was pretty outspoken. He didn't want to play there. Oh okay, like that position. Yeah. Gotcha. So I was I never really thought that that's what they were bringing him down here to do. Like I I thought they were bringing him here to either back up Armstead at the left tackle because that's you know, he's natural left side and he was a left guard in college and you know a very good one. So. um yeah, and that's where that's where they're that's where he's playing. I would be shocked if he's not the starting left guard just based off the way he played uh, yeah. in the preseason and in training camp. Also, the way Eichenberg has played. No, so but, um, yeah. But I mean, you know, obviously depth is an issue. But if if you've got Armstead, you got Isaiah Win, then Williams, and then Hunt, and then you're and then you've got your will he ever will he or will he. Austin Jackson. I mean, that's a pretty good offensive line, especially if you have like a Kendall Lamb who could maybe, you know, who might steal reps from Austin Jackson. That's not bad for for the weakness of the team. I don't hate it. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, I think it's much, much better than, than people realize. And I think we saw some of that in the games as, as bad as the team looked at times. Like it wasn't it wasn't because they weren't blocking. Like You know what I mean? It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was bad throws or just bad. Robert Jones or, is one of those that I I like in my heart. He's better than he is. I've like because because like he'll be out there and he'll like during these preseason games like and he'll look like he's you know like he's really good and I know it's not consistent, but uh and I believe he's one that's going to start on the uh you know he's going to have to go to IR short term IR, um as well unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then on the defense, uh, Deshaun Hand was a little surprising. I thought they brought him in here to, to, to actually play, but um, looks like he might have been outplayed by uh, Brandon Peely. Um, the other fan, then, other fan favorite surprise, like everybody kind of hoping to make it. Yeah, and then no, no other real. I mean, I'm trying to think. Jamal Woods has some had some starting experience in the NFL. He was cut. Uh, Twyman, who made some, he flashed a little bit in and, some of the games. I mean, no surprises um, there outside of that. Yeah, no surprises on the defense line. So we're going in with Raekwon, Wilkins, and Sealer as the starters. Agba um, would like to see him play, given the, the, the amount of salary that he's making. Um, I think he's like going to play. There, there was actually reports of them moving him around, even standing him up a little bit. Like, so... He'll he'll he's like Agua's. There's no way he doesn't get in there. He's a very good player, and he's the kind of player when he was our only guy, performed pretty well for us when he was the best on our line. So now when you're like the fourth best on the line, or the like, he's you know he should have one on ones, and and I think I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, it's a question about motivation. So so hopefully it's there, and hopefully he's he's hungry and gets in there. Um. Linebacking crew, Baker, Chubb, Davis Long, Jalen Phillips, Duke Riley, Channing Tindall, and 
Andrew Van Ginkle. That's a pretty solid room to me. Um, I know the interior of that linebacking room is a little light, but I think we saw some Van Ginkle on the inside. Um, you know, I think he might add some depth there, but David Long, I think he's going to be, I think he's an upgrade over um, Landon Roberts, who I, I love oh, yeah. Landon Roberts, but I think David Long is a, I mean, a well, Landon Roberts was a, was a, was a, a run, a run stuffing only. Dave, As is Long. Well, yeah, but, but Long's he's, a, but, yeah. He excels there, but that's but he's not as much of a liability on the other downs. As a, he's a much yeah. more complete player. So looking at this, there's no surprises that the guys they kept, like you know Malik Reed was a signing I thought might be able to stick, and then there was the young guy, like the other guys that look like Cameron Good will probably get on the practice squad, Aubrey Miller get on the practice squad, but yeah, no no real surprises there. Yeah, Malik Reed, that's a good call. I was I thought he was gonna contribute here. I think when they when they brought Van Ginkle back, um, because that was I think when they signed Reed, Van Ginkle hadn't yet signed. Yeah, that makes um, sense. so I think I think Van Ginkle's a, a better player. Um and we saw that. So um that makes sense. Quarterback room, obviously we have the um you know the Jalen Ramsey in- injury that we had to compensate for that brought Eli Apple here. So um, he's going to make the team, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know how you feel about Eli Apple. I'm not, uh, I mean, Xavier Howard. Eli, I mean, he's, what? he's competent. If he, if, if, if Needham, when, Needham? if Needham, when he comes back or Cam or Igby, like if those guys can't beat him out, I mean, then he, then yeah. I'll be a very happy man if we don't see Eli Apple. Oh yeah. Cause that means Cam Smith is, is crushing it. Um, yeah, I mean, we got Howard and Co. who are going to be the starters. Um, right, but that. everybody has three. You need you almost need three guys out there, you know. Yeah, that's true. Apple's definitely, now that I'm looking at this, Apple's definitely going to have to play because oh yeah, Joseph's not going to play right away, uh, and then we don't have Needham to play the slot, you know, for the first month of the season, so that's that's unfortunate. Although we did see uh, Eric Rowe got released. You know, nobody covers tight ends better than Eric Rowe. <laughs> Well, where did he? Where what team was he? Uh, I don't remember, <laughs> but I saw he was okay. re- he was really he was part of the f- cut down today. Yeah, and then the safety room: uh, Deshaun Elliott, Javon Holland, Brandon Jones, Ron McKinley. Little surprised the Trill didn't make the team. I thought Trill was gonna. I thought Trill was gonna make it this year. Um, yeah. Hopefully, can he? Is he practice squad eligible this year? I know he was uh, on the last two years. I, 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 I would. Yeah. Know. Well, remember the practice squad's got some weird rules. Like you could put veterans on there. You could put almost right. anybody on it. There's there's different rules that I completely do not understand. Yeah. So was a, that was a little surprising. Um, I, who knows? Maybe he comes back. Maybe he's one of the guys that they bring back. True. But that room is pretty crowded. There's there's room. There's there's like. Looking at this, you're like, we need another tight end. Um, did we gloss over? Did we talk about the running back room? Uh, I mentioned that Gaskin was cut. I oh, didn't really right. get into detail on it, but oh, I yeah. mean, there's a lot of running backs. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of running backs, but I will. Chris s- Brooks made the team, Chris, fan favorite. That just wanted to, yeah, give some. That's a surprise. That was one that like everybody wanted, but didn't think there'd be room for him. Um, so there's that. He seems like a practice squad guy. <laughs> I don't think he's going to see much run. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, he's if he st- stays on the team, he'll be inactive, you know, unless there's an injury. But he's a bruiser, so 
if they're if they have some packages where they want to have him behind in gold in short yardage, that's something we haven't really had before. I mean, I don't know if it's worth the roster spot, you know, on game day, but it'd be interesting. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, I like him. Um, you know, like the the skill set that he brings. I mean, Wilson's kind of like that as well. So True. I mean, you know, he's got some size and you know, he, he runs hard. So um but yeah, I, I feel good about the 53. Not as good as I would have felt had they closed the Jonathan Taylor trade. Um, but uh, I like I like where we're at. You know, it all depends again on the you know you touched on. We started the show off touching on this. And well, off um, and we and may, we could spend a few minutes because off air you were even saying like how heck you would have given up the one. And I'm like, you can't give a guy the you can't give him a one and then pay him twelve or thirteen million a year. And we. We started having the conversation. You asked me, like, why can't you do it? And then we never even did it. Because one thing to remember, this team right now, yes, we did, we made some move and we're like $17 million under the cap. Next year, we're $25 million over the cap. So there's guys have to Yeah, go. but whatever. You I know it's fake. Re- it's, rework the contracts. It's fake. It's, 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 it's movable. But at some point, you, you can only move it so far. And, and, and what i'm saying is you need to replace these guys with the bigger numbers if you can't you have to cut well now we're tw- now we have 20 million now we have 20 million to move to next year to well get us down to only five. some of that will the 17 can move um but i'm saying is that the, we just went two years without draft without any high capital draft like it'd be nice to get to start refreshing the youth on this we need to get some i, some, I don't i don't disagree with you Jonathan Taylor is a young guy, like he's 24, you know, that's so, and, and if you trade a first round pick for that and then it kind of, to me, it absolves Greer from missing him in the first place, right? Like that was, that was a miss on Greer's part. And another thing, like, like, think about it. it it'd be one thing if we were really good at drafting. Greer's not that good at drafting. That's like, not, he's not. You can't, you can't say, I know. I can say that because we've seen years of it. How many, let me ask you a question. How many Pro Bowlers has Chris Greer drafted? I'm for, just look at this team. Just the team we were just no, looking at. Do you know at. the answer, though? Do you know the answer? Uh, what is I it? I do. Go ahead. It's zero. Zero Pro Bowlers. Okay. He has not drafted any Pro Bowlers. But, okay, so Javon Holland, Jalen Waddle. You know how many draft picks he's had? A I'm, ton. A lot of draft nobody picks. Nobody hits on every draft pick. Look at the, four, I'm the not, 49ers. I see, he hasn't, if, you, if you judge it by Pro Bowls, he hasn't hit on any of them. That's... I'm looking at the team we have now, and a lot of these guys he drafted: the Christian Wilkins, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland. I'm not. Those are good players. Waddle, the 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 moves he did trading back, and and then the Waddle to get, and then the trades. Trades are also player acquisition. The Bradley Chubb, Tyreek Hill. I don't know if yeah, you've heard Hill, of him. Hill and Chubb are Pro Bowl players that he traded for. Right, but drafted. that's but you still have to do that, and so I'm just the. The, the everybody crapping on Greer is ridiculous. Like you got to look at the you got. Not everyone's crapping on Greer. I'm just I'm. He's put together a good roster. Has he drafted well? Not really. Not really. But it. Everybody swings and misses. Like Igbenogany, Austin Jackson. Those are terrible picks. They were terrible at the time. I get it. But sometimes they make a terrible pick that we think are terrible, and they're not. So you just have to. We, the Jackson pick might not be terrible. It's just it hasn't panned out, you know. Eichenberg, that's a bad one. 
Eichenberg Eichenberg wasn't a first round pick. Not looking good so far. Like those, you can't say that. You can't say Cam Smith is not looking good so far with one because you you didn't like one play in the preseason. That's ridiculous. I'm not saying you could say he's he's a lock, but you can't say he's a bust. That's ridiculous. We look at the depth. Look at the depth already. The depth were the problems we're having in the in the defensive backfield. It's good that we have Benning someone Tindall's like another Cam one. Smith. Like that was, you know, a third round pick, but you but know, who knows? Like, he never got hasn't a, really shown much. Him yet. and as a comma, we don't know. The, the, this year will tell us if they get in there and if they can if they can be something. I'm just saying, the first round pick, a first round pick for. A I'm not back. saying he's terrible. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't have hated it if they traded a first round pick. Right, like but it, they. But to me, that would have been that I. Look, I want Taylor on this team. We're all in. I get it. But you can't give up the first-round pick and be paying $13 million a year. Teams barely spend a first-round pick on a running back when they have the five the five years of control of a cheap Rob, pick. I get it. I, I get it. It's just we're if we're, we're all in as as we say we're all in, and it clearly looks like we're all in. Like this, that's like an all-in type of move you make. I know, but I don't want to, especially be- when you don't have a really good track record on hitting on draft picks. Um, we also don't know what the offer was. We don't know if they were. Oh, right. Correct. So, yeah, exactly. But I'm saying, but I'm, I'm saying the first round. I'm saying the first round was going to be. Uh, yeah. Would probably be tough to take. Yeah, and I'm I'm not calling for Greer's head or anything like that. That's not that's not what I said. I just like I would have been okay with it. Like I don't know. Like I mean, and we don't know. Like it's. I, I doubt that that's the case. That they offered a first round pick and the Colts. No, still said no, no. There's but, no. There's no way they said yeah. no to that. Yeah. So who knows? We don't know what was actually offered. I mean, again, like who knows what the Colts are thinking? Because they absolutely have. I mean, the one if they're they're either gonna they either have to pay Taylor now or they just start franchising him yeah, next year. I don't know what I mean, they're gonna do. I'm Taylor. I don't play. I just say I'm hurt. The one thing, play. the one thing we forgot to talk about in our in our wrap up, and we'll just I guess we'll do this and get on out of here. Was the Zach Sealer extension and the Christian Wilkins oh, yeah. non-extension? So Wilkins, yeah. did you catch his uh, his uh, press conference today? Because he practiced today, um, and he I came did. out. God, I love that guy. He's so cool. He's so amazing. He talked about how happy he was for Zach and how he yeah. know, never demanded a trade. Wants to play here. Wants to sign here. Honestly, if if somebody if he doesn't sign here next year, I hope. I hope somebody breaks the bank and the guy gets all the money in the world because I think he's, I love him and he's, I, I just want him to be here. But uh, I want, you know, good stuff to happen to him. No hard feelings. That was, uh, and they could still sign him. Now they got this money and they didn't get Taylor. Uh, hopefully we get that. But the Zach Sealer extension was nice to see, you know, especially if we, if we were not able to keep Wilkins next year. Yeah. And I guess to be clear, let, let's just wrap this up. Um, Taylor could still be moved this year. Like it's oh, not yeah. like you know. There's a good it's chance. It's not like he won't. You know, Halloween. Is I, the, he's clearly the, uh, not happy. Yeah, clearly not happy. He's going to have another month off to rest. The one thing to keep in mind, because they Colts did not take him off the PUP list by 4 p.m. Yeah, today, exactly. he has to miss. Even if traded, he's going to miss the first four weeks of the season. So even if we trade him for tomorrow, he couldn't play until week five, no matter what happens. Yeah. So the value actually comes down 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's not. But again, if it's a if he if they're going to wait until October 31st, the trade deadline, then it doesn't matter if he played the first four weeks or not. Either way, let's go Dolphins. Week one's right around the corner. Oh, it's going to be so CLA. good. We will. And we'll be back with, with uh, at, least, uh, at least one or two more before the season starts. Let's go Dolphins!